0: You're listening to the What The Chuck Podcast, Podcast with Megan Rage. Here's the fucking thing, you guys. <laughs> it's been a crazy week already, and it's only going to get crazier. If you follow me on Instagram, you saw last night that I was like, cannot sleep, One eleven a.m. I think the last time that I looked at the clock, it was like 2.30. I have led a very... um non-anxious life since april 30th when i got furloughed and by that i mean i haven't done shit i mean i do this podcast i do my radio show for the organ station i apply for jobs i guess the stress of not having a job gives me anxiety but nothing gives me more anxiety than knowing that I have a job interview the next day. And I had a job interview today. I just got home actually. And last night I fucking couldn't sleep. I was laying in bed thinking like, oh my God, am I going to have to work weekends? How many days a week am I going to work? What kind of clothes am I going to have to buy? Um, how much are they going to pay me? This could change everything. What happens when we get the dog? Is Brett going to pay attention to the dog? Is this dog going to end up being a little badass because I'm not home to train it? Like so many things. And then, The job that I interviewed for today, I have like there, I have an end game. I'm not going to give you my full plan, Um, but I have like this whole idea in my head about how it's going to go. And so I was playing that out and I was reading articles and I was watching YouTube videos and it just got to be excessive. And then I'd put my phone down and I'd be like, "Okay, just shut your eyes. And then I was like the fucking Queen's Gambit girl playing chess on the ceiling only inside my head. And it wasn't chess. I was just like playing out different scenarios of my life and then tomorrow i'm going to get a tattoo which it's the start of my left Basically, sleeve. I- I've had this floating head of my mom forever, and then I have the radio on my arm, and I finally just want to get everything pulled together and look nice. And I'm getting it tomorrow, the day before Thanksgiving. I will absolutely be hiding it from everyone on Thanksgiving Day because I don't fucking want to hear it. <laughs> my dad's not gonna know about this tattoo probably until the spring or summer. I'm legit. I've always been that person. Every time I got a tattoo, I would hide it. I'll never forget. My car broke down. This was a long time ago. I had to be like 20. 20- I don't know. When did I get this? My mom's the portrait. Let's see. When was that? 2012, 2013, somewhere in there. Um, I had hid it from my dad forever just because I know how he feels about tattoos, even though he has one. My brother is all sleeved up. Everyone has them. They are so normal. Hashtag normalized tattoos. They're super normal. But I just I don't know. It's just one of those things. It's a huge change. It's a huge commitment. It's something that's going to be on your body forever. God forbid you need to get it removed. You're still going to see it because tattoo removal ain't shit. So um, I got this portrait of my mom. My car broke down. I remember it was in the heat of the summer and I was wearing a sweatshirt and I was so hot. And the guy that was working at the car shop was like, why are you wearing a sweatshirt? And I was like, oh, um, I, uh, I run cold, which is the complete opposite of the truth. And my dad was like, pulled down the side of my sweatshirt and was like, she's been trying to hide this tattoo for me for a year. He's like, I've just been letting her suffer. He was like, but I feel like she's going to get heat stroke. So I should finally tell her that I've known about it this whole time. And I was like, God damn it. I've been hiding it for no freaking reason. obviously no that I'm a grown up and I'm allowed to get tattoos. But I just don't want to be the topic of discussion on Thanksgiving. I don't want to be like, "Oh, you don't have a job, you're getting tattoos." Like, I just don't want to fucking hear any of it. So, no one's going to know. How nobody's going to know. How would they know? Nobody's going to know. <laughs> For real though. No one's going to know. I told Brett two things we are not bringing up at Thanksgiving. I need to tell my friend Amanda because she's coming too. Um and do- first of all, let me backtrack. We are having 6 people at Thanksgiving um it is people that we've been around don't come for me fuck it's a small ass thanksgiving um <laughs> two things that we're not bringing up at thanksgiving my tattoo my job interview because I also don't want to talk about that um okay so I went for a job interview today I was gonna tell you where it was what it was for but I'm gonna hang back because I'm the queen of jinxing things this this year and even though I think it went really well I don't want to I don't want to get my hopes up. I don't want to tell everyone. It's just kind of like the game show thing. And then it doesn't fucking happen, even though I didn't really tell that many people about that. Anyways, I went on a job interview. It's for something that I actually really want to do, like career path change times 10. I am going to have to spend like a year learning, though. So I'm going to be taking a job that you probably wouldn't expect, but... It's something that I'm super passionate about. There is going to be a learning curve because I don't know too much about it. And so I would probably spend like the next year of my life learning, um, doing a lot of bitch work (laughs) while I learn. But it's something that I'm so interested in. And if like I've learned anything these past few years, it's I'm not going back to the state. I fucking refuse. I will not. I won't do it. If 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 I could work from home, that would be one thing. But even so, I'm just I don't want to do something that I don't enjoy. So I narrowed down categories of things that I enjoy and I fucking applied for hella jobs and someone called me one person. Um, And so I want to get my experience in this field and be a boss ass bitch, 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 bitch. So the interview went well feel like I was really using my hands a lot. I <laughs> feel like she was watching me use my hands. I kept thinking back to The Crown because in season four they talk about um, or Diana's learning how to do public speaking or whatever. And her grandma ties a rope around her hands to her hips so that she doesn't move her arms because they say that it's not proper. It's not ladylike, whatever. Well, I was moving my hands like crazy during this interview but she seemed to like me I feel like I had good answers I told her I was like I really want this job I was like I know that this might be more of like an entry level thing but I want to enter into this field um I'm highly motivated because I'm interested in this I'm not going to go running back to radio so you don't have to worry about that because she did notice that like gaps like or every time I've done a different job it's when I've taken a break from radio and then I haven't stayed very long and then I've doubled back and you know gone running back into the arms of radio but not up in here ain't gonna happen this time I'm so annoyed with radio this week or just in general specifically places in Sacramento that are hiring people that aren't fucking from here when I am ready to party and available but whatever I'm not gonna get into it it's just fucking frustrating as hell. I understand that there are certain companies that are like making cuts and they're only hiring within and blah, 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 stretching people thin as fuck, but it just is frustrating. So I'm just done getting worked up about an industry that does not give a fuck about me. (laughs) I just can't keep chasing that job. I even said in the interview today, I'm like, I can't keep chasing this industry that is so tumultuous. I'm like, what happens when I'm 50 years old and I've just been in and out of radio and I have nothing else to fall back on. I'm like, I have other interests. I have other skills. And what's great is I'm still able to be on the radio. I'm still able to fill that void in Oregon. I love doing that show. I love my boss, even though I've never met him. He's just so great. We vibe. Everything is easy. I just, I, I get, the little satisfaction I need from that industry, from doing that job, and everything else can fucking—I don't give a fuck. I'm just done stressing out. And like every night, we sit on the couch, and Brett gets these job alerts from Indeed, I think. And every night, he's like, "Oh, there's a job posted on Capital Radio," and I'm like, "That's—I'm fucking not working. It's like college. It's like Sac State Radio. Oh, there's a job at iHeart," and I'm like, "I'm fucking. You know how many times I've applied to be on and work for iHeart in Sacramento, like." don't, don't even bother. And then sometimes he gets a job. I'm just sick of every night. Oh, there's a radio job. I just, I can't hear it anymore. Cause I've been there, done that, applied for it. It's not happening. I just need to move on and do something else that I love, which is what I'm trying to do. And I'll be damned if I don't find a way to freaking do it. So stay tuned for what that might be. Because I'm really excited about it if I get this job. But I'm not going to tell you because I don't want to jinx it. A couple people know. Not many. Like two. Maybe three including Brett. Well, maybe four including his parents. I haven't even told my dad yet. Like I said. There's the things that we're going to keep a secret at Thanksgiving dinner. It's my job. Status. (laughs) Even though I'm sure I'm going to be asked. And um, the tattoo that I'm getting tomorrow. So yeah. I'm so excited about the tattoo tomorrow. My first session. This girl is so amazing. She sent me the sketch yesterday. I made a little adjustment. She sent it back today. I love it. I can't wait to see it like on my skin in real life. I don't know if she's adding color. I told her that I'm not a huge color person, but I wouldn't mind like minimal color because her work, like the colors that she uses they're just so vibrant. So I basically said it's up to her. do you? <laughs> but I'm so excited to go tomorrow and get it, but another, that's another thing. I feel like I'm not, also not going to be able to sleep tonight because I'm gonna have pre tattoo anxiety whenever I'm about to dye my hair. Get a tattoo. I'm just full of anxiety. Tattoo probably more than my hair because my hair I can change unless it was getting cut, which I would never. If you know me, you know I'm not cutting my hair, but... A tattoo, it's just so permanent. So I'm sure I'm also not going to be able to sleep tonight. So looking forward to that. 10-10 recommend. I popped like two melatonin last night, which I don't normally take melatonin, but the past couple weeks I have been, and it's been working for me. And even that could knock me out last night. So I feel like I'm going to sleep like a fucking baby. Oh, no, I'm not going to sleep like a baby tonight because I'm going to have anxiety about the the tattoo. The thing is where I fucked up yesterday is we went to Costco to buy a bunch of shit. And when we got there, well, on the way there, there were a bunch of traffic lights out. And Brett was like, what if Costco's out of power? And I said, they have a backup generator. There's no way Costco's going to be out of power. So we get there. We park the car. There's hella traffic. We, we should have taken the hint. We start walking up and some guy goes, oh, Costco's closed. they are not letting anyone in. The power's out. It took us an hour to get home. Not just to get out of the Costco parking lot, it was like 45 minutes and then another 15 to get home because no traffic lights were working. It was traffic was just backed up everywhere, cars honking, cutting people off. It gave me so much anxiety. Brett is the jerkiest rider or driver as it is. So it was like stop and go. I was so nauseous. So right when we got home, I lay down on the couch because I was feeling dizzy. I was just feeling anxious. So I lay down on the couch. I freaking fell asleep for like two and a half hours. Now, normally I don't nap. First of all, I have no reason to nap. What What is exhausting about my life? And second of all, Brett normally would never let me nap, but he was upstairs on conference call, so he had no idea. All of a sudden I wake up, like three hours have passed, and I was like, man, I bet you I'm not going to fall asleep tonight. And wouldn't you know it, could not freaking fall asleep. And now I do, even though I probably don't sound like it, I do feel drowsy. I'm so happy that it's bachelorette night just make dinner, chill on the couch, watch bachelorette. Um there they released a new preview for the resuscitation season. I feel like I don't like the way that they edited it because you can really tell who like the final guys are. I at least I think. I feel like we got really good looks at like who I think are the final people. Anyways, after that preview, we got a little preview of Matt James's upcoming season, which I think looks really good. I'm really excited about it. It comes out January 4th. Since we're already on the topic of Bachelor and Bachelorette, normally I save that towards the end. Let's just hop right into it. Did you see the video that I posted? I rarely get on TikTok anymore just because I felt like it was really time consuming for me and also because Brett made a comment and I was like, I'm going to show this motherfucker that I don't sit on TikTok all day. He said that I spend hours on TikTok every day, which before was not true. I maybe looked at it for like 45 minutes each day, which is entirely too much. So I barely get on it um, anymore. Well, today I was... Ready? For- oh God! <laughs> what was that? I was already ready for my interview and I had some time to kill. So I got on TikTok for a second because I was anxious. I was like, I just need to mindlessly look at something. And wouldn't you know, the first video that I click on is this girl talking about how she just ran into Dale and Claire in San Diego, only she couldn't remember Claire's name. You have to watch the video. I'm not even going to do it justice. This poor Claire was such a bitch to this poor girl. You can see the video on my Instagram. It's at what the Chuck podcast. It's on my feed. It's, uh, It's a little bit longer than a minute. So I had to do a IGTV or whatever the fuck it's called I never post videos that are longer than a minute but it's on there you got to go watch it it's so frustrating like Claire get the fuck over yourself I can't even handle it basically the gist of it is this girl recognized Dale and Claire said Dale's name drew a blank on Claire's name and asked them for a picture and Claire was like wait what's my name And the girl was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm drawing a blank. And Claire was like, well, that's kind of silly that you would want a picture with me if you don't even know who I am. Like, what a fucking bitch. Get over yourself. Also, her and Dale went on a road trip from Sacramento to San Diego, where they're going to be spending Thanksgiving with, I guess, both of their families. That's what the report said on TMZ. Dale has been taking all these stupid pictures of them in the car, these videos and pictures. And he does this thing that I've honed in on and noticed. And it's so irritating. He goes... He does a mouth clicky thing. Dale, stop. It's so annoying. You're already annoying as it is. Don't do you. You don't need to have any nervous freaking quirks and ticks to make you even more annoying than you already are. Also, TMZ was reporting this week that um, people did see him out with two girls and he was flirtatious and kissing one of them. Where are the pictures? I, I don't believe it just because there are no picture proof. He said he was out with two models. I think they were all doing like a Hugo Boss shoot or something and they went out to grab drinks afterwards and he was like one of them's married and one of them has a boyfriend so nothing was going on um, like that means anything. Get come come the fuck on, Dale. Uh, yeah. So I don't I don't know what's going on with them. They're annoying as ever. I hate their videos. I Claire drives me. I I can't even stand looking at her. She is the most infuriating, annoying, delusional person I've ever laid eyes on. Something else that happened last night when I was trying to fall asleep is I was mindlessly scrolling through social media. So I know who the Dancing with the Stars winner is. I haven't watched it yet, and I'm just gonna. I mean, spoiler. Fast forward. You know how you can skip 30 seconds ahead if. You don't want to know, but it was Caitlyn Bristow. Um, I wanted her to win. I've stood by that this whole time. I do think that Neve was better than her, so I'm curious to see last night's performances, but I'm super excited for her that she won. I can't wait to watch. I can't wait to see how Nelly did. Why Nelly was on the fucking finale is beyond me. Who is it? One of my friends. Oh, Kaylin messaged me. And she said that she thought Nelly's performance from last week, the cha-cha, the cha-cha jazzy thing was the best, one of the best performances of the season. My mind was blown because I was talking to my friend Fran and we were making fun of that dance. So, I mean, different strokes. It's funny though. I feel like that always happens to me when I'm watching American Idol. I'll be like watching someone's audition. I'm like, Oh, that person is terrible. And then the judges are like, you're amazing. You're a breath of fresh air. So, What the fuck do I know? I know nothing. I skipped over this when I was talking about the tattoo. I totally didn't see it here on my notes. But I've been having really wild dreams ever since I started taking the melatonin. And I had a dream that I went to go get this tattoo from this girl. And I showed up. And I've been following her on Instagram forever. So I know what she looks like. I showed up. She was not the girl in the pictures. And then she said, I know that you wanted to get this, this, and this done. But um, you're getting this instead. And she showed me a picture, a tattoo of a volcano. And she was like, this is what you're getting. Take it or leave it. And I was like, well, I don't want that. And she was like, well, you can just sit here and wait until you do. <laughs> I can't wait to tell her about that tomorrow. I'm going to, I've never met her, but I'm going to talk to her as if we're friends lately a few people some friends some acquaintances some random ass people have messaged me and like asked me for advice on certain things or like guidance pointers and I feel like I'm such a wordy ass bitch like I write these long ass novel responses and then I'm like is there anything else you want to know like I just need to take a step back calm the fuck down I probably scare so many people off and then the people that write me all the time I feel so bad because there's some people that message me on the daily and I want to interact with them but sometimes I just can't like sometimes I'm in bed and I can't reach the phone properly to send like a good message or Brett and I will be sitting on the couch watching TV at night which is phones down family time so I'll get messages from people and I'm like I'm gonna have to respond to this tomorrow because I don't have the time right now or we're watching something or I'm about to fall asleep and then of course it's the people that like <laughs> barely ever message me and they ask me like something it's like a sentence long and I send them back 80 million paragraphs explaining to them <laughs> answering their question basically and they're like okay thanks fucking weirdo oh god I can't believe I forgot about this so over the weekend um someone added me to a couple Peloton groups <laughs> holy crap did you hear that I need to go to the chiropractor so bad Brett and I went on a drive on Saturday and um oh we drove up to Tahoe see the snow um and on the way back he turned he was going super fast like I told you Brett is the most nauseating nauseating driver in life he turned a corner super fast as if my back isn't already fucked up he turned a corner super fast and then I had to slam on his brakes and my whole head neck did this weird thrust thing and ever since then I've just been in so much pain and I go to the joint which I highly recommend because you can go to any of them I just happen to go to the one in Lomans, and I like one of the guys that's there. I think he's the main guy, but he's only there Wednesdays through Sundays, so I haven't been able to go yesterday or today. I got to wait till tomorrow to get cracked, and I'm just freaking desperate. Oh, I'm desperate. I haven't even gotten on the Peloton today because my back is just freaking killing me. And also I got on yesterday and did a class and then I watched the most recent episode of Law and Order SVU and holy vagina hurting. I was reading online that I might need to tilt the seat up, but good freaking Lord. I was so sore. Oh my God. It was so bad. Also, my elbows have been really hurting. So I was asking my friend Summer because she got hers on the same day as mine. I was asking her if her elbows hurt. And she said that she sits straight up most of the time. But she said that her husband's um, Oscar, his his elbows were hurting, hurting at first. So he texted me and he basically said that he was putting too much weight forward. And so he had to like learn to use his legs more. So I've been really trying that this week. But fuck, between sleeping on my arms and with my, because you know, I had bursitis and Brett told me that I could jump to your other arm, which doesn't seem true, but both elbows hurt equally as bad. They hurt so, so, so bad. Like extending them feels good, but it's also really painful. So the bike, man, I've just been getting like like I, I went on yesterday for too long and now I'm like, I shouldn't have done that because now I feel like I don't want to get on today because my vagina's sore and my elbows are sore. So like first world problems. Anyways, one of my friends over the weekend, she added me to two groups on Facebook. One's a women's Peloton group and one's like the official Peloton group of Facebook. Holy shit, people in this official group, the not the women's one, the other one, they are assholes I'm not kidding someone yesterday commented that their Peloton came that day and she spelled it P-E-L-A-T-O-N and people were fucking coming for her talking about her look saying that she look how did she sir or how did she afford a Peloton living in a trailer like these people are so brutal so last night I saved a couple posts that I wanted to read this is what someone's someone posted in the women's page so this is just funny this girl posted, normally I do a 20 or 30 minute ride. Today, for the first time, I did a 45 minute ride and now my clitoris hurts. I was like, ow. And then I was like, oh, TMI question mark, Peloton lady problems. My friend Lindsay, this is the third time in a row that I've brought her up on this podcast. She's an unofficial host, co-host at this point. She was telling me before I got it that there's like groups that talk about getting orgasms while riding the Peloton. I cannot even imagine. There is no pleasure in sitting on that seat. None. None whatsoever. So then this is a post um, that's on the official Peloton member page. And it's basically this girl making fun of people that are new joining the group. So I'll never forget. Brett and I did Whole30 last January. So I joined this Whole30 group on Facebook and I asked, I haven't haven't, I ordered a couple of the cookbooks, but we're at the store now. Um, Can anyone give me, like it's my first time, can anyone give me any suggestions on what I should buy? And this woman was like, yeah, my suggestion is to wait for the book fucking bitch there were so many people that were rude to me and then there were other people that were trying to help me but now that I've been on that in that whole 30 group for a year I see that every time there's a new person it is super repetitive questions I I mean if you're an admin of a page moderate that shit approve certain comments if if something comes through all the time message them individually I understand that that could be a full-time job but like I mean everyone has to think back to the first time they did something. Like, don't be an asshole to new people. So this girl posted, I've been in this group for a few months and I think I can now categorize the majority of the annoying ass posts into these buckets. Number one, people complain about Peloton customer service sucks sucking which yes number two I just started what classes should I take number three name your favorite instructor number four people cheat and the leaderboard sucks number five people shouting out their favorite classes number six pillow pets which I didn't figure out what that means number seven milestone rides number eight can we get an insert artist ride number nine how do I unclip my shoes guilty number 10 my butt hurts am I missing any And so all these people, I mean, I was reading this. There's thousands of comments were just complaining that I don't know if I read that post in in a good enough tone, but they're basically making fun and saying that, like, that's all people post about on this page and that it's annoying. And then everyone else was just chiming in saying, oh, it's so annoying. Why don't people just use the search bar? If they want to know how to unclip their shoes, they could just easily find it in the group. They don't have to make a post about it. And then people were also saying that sometimes when people um like they'll take a picture of their peloton in the room that they use it in and it's like a really like rich fancy looking room and they're like show us your peloton setup and they're like fucking these people are just trying to brag because they're rich and anyways so then i hope i can find it because i just realized i didn't save it today i get on and i see (laughs) this post hold on let me I mean, there's so many posts on this page three minutes ago. I don't even think I'm going to. OK, here's the post. Oh, God, this one's so good. So if you don't know, when you're in a class, you can high five people. So if like someone's next to you on the leaderboard, you can high five them. It gives it notifies you when people have milestone rides like it's their hundredth ride. You don't have to be friends with them. These are perfect strangers. You can high five them. So I always hide my feed because I just want to focus on the ride. I just want to listen to music. I don't want to deal with looking at the leaderboard. Sometimes at the end of the class, I'll pull the feed over and I see that I have a bunch of high fives and I'll high five everyone back. But I don't go out and high five people because. That's what I'm, I'm not there to do that. But I, I mean, it, I'm all if you want to high five, fucking go for it. Sometimes Summer and I take a class together and she high fives me and I high five her and that's fine. But I'm not like, oh, let me just get on this bike and high five everyone in the class with me. Like, no. But anyways. This girl posted, I've noticed more and more people don't high five. As the Peloton community grows, the sense of community seems to be slipping away. High five, show others that you are on the same team, working together, growing through the same experience. Community in a time of isolation. Am I the only one? Holy crap. It is not that serious. And people were coming for her in the comments. (laughs) I just can't believe how seriously people take this shit like it's unreal and it makes me I mean I do appreciate being put in the group but I'm probably gonna get out of it because it does nothing but give me anxiety I'm never gonna ask a question on there because you just get attacked I'd rather just google it and I've just been able to figure it out on my own I mean I have asked a couple people um, for some advice but fuck People are just so mean. A couple things I read on the Capital Eats page that I've ranted and raved about a few times. Um, Tower Cafe posted and they are coming back. They said, even though we're not open yet, I forget what the post said exactly, but they basically didn't allude to the fact that they're closed. So they must still be open. Great news. Number two, Selling Sunset, everyone from Selling Sunset has signed on for season four and season five. Even Davina, who has moved on to a different agency and one of the little troll looking twins started his own brokerage and he's even going to be on the season. So I'm not really sure what's happening there, but everyone from the original seasons, they signed up. Obviously, they're not famous enough to turn shit like that down. And I guess season four and season five are going to be a little longer. There's going to be more episodes and they're going to start filming in the spring of next year. So at least we have something to look forward to. Chrishell fucking being annoying as hell. Now that Dancing with the Stars are over, what is she going to do? Post bikini pictures on a Thursday? Or no, I think it was yesterday. She posted a picture of her in bikini. Have a great week. I'm like, oh, fuck, you're so annoying. Brett and I started watching Love Island season five. We started watching it over the weekend. So I know last time I talked to you guys, I was we were finishing up season season one. We never even finish it. I lose interest by the time the end of the season comes around. So we just stop because they stop bringing new people in. It just gets boring. So I give up. So anyways, over the weekend, we started season five. I believe it was on either Thursday or Friday. Well, Brett is the worst person to watch shows with. He's like, oh, that girl leaves. And then she comes back. Oh, this guy sleeps with everyone. I'm like, Brett, stop telling me things two seconds later. Oh, that guy, he's a big douchebag. He does this and this and this. I'm like, OK, I, I mean, why don't you just tell me exactly what happens? And then we don't even have to watch it. Also this weekend, Brett tried to fucking make me watch South Park. I watched one episode just to be a, a nice wife and show him that I am uh, able to compromise on some things. South Park is the worst show I've ever seen in my life it's offensive it is not funny at all it actually gives me anxiety I don't understand why people like it it's stupid funny it just grosses me out I do not like anything about it I cannot believe that people are obsessed with it I hate it it's not funny I do like, well, Cosmob's bitch, she's a big fat bitch, she's the biggest bitch in the whole wide world, she's stupid bitch, was a bitch, there was that song, like South Park song, and I used to sing it in the seventh grade, super appropriate, um, without ever having watched South Park, because I was not allowed, and now I can see why, the the episode that was on over the weekend... It's about a male teacher who wanted a sex change. So they graphically like cut off all of his junk and then he didn't get a period. So he thought he was pregnant. And then he went to the gynecologist or he went to go get an abortion and they said, oh, you're not able to get pregnant just because you don't have a penis doesn't mean that you have a reproductive system. And then he said, "Okay, well, I want my penis back. But they couldn't give him his penis back because they had turned another guy into a dolphin and used his scrotum as a fin. Like what is happening? What is why is that a show? Please, someone, tell me. I read online today that HomeGoods is going to be expanding the shopping experience, and you're going to be able to shop online now, which could be very dangerous. I don't know. HomeGoods, I feel like for me and a lot of people, is like a mis- uh, an escape. I almost said a mistake. It is a mistake normally because Brett's like, "How much did you spend?" But it's like an escape. You know, you walk through, you look at things, you smell candles. I guess they're trying to like stop people from crowding the aisles and picking up candles and smelling them and multiple people touching multiple things. I get it. Um, I'm curious to see what that shopping experience is going to be like, though, because it's kind of a cluttered store. So how are they gonna keep track of inventory? Like they're gonna have to create a bunch of job positions to make this happen. Hey, maybe I should apply there. Fucking hell, can do I get an employee discount? We're getting a new fence in the backyard. We got the dog run done. We're getting a new fence. This is the first time we're experiencing fall in this house. And holy shit, Brett, I thought he was going to have a panic attack the other day. He was freaking out over all the leaves that were in the pool. He was like, that's it. We need to move. I was like, we're not moving just because it's there's an inconvenience of loads of trees. And he's like, we need to get that tree cut down. I was like, well, it's protected. It's an oak tree. We're not going to be able to get it cut down. And he was like, well, we need to move. We need to move to a neighborhood without trees. And I was like, um, Brett... Do you know that Sacramento's the city of trees? That's not going to happen. Luckily, it's calmed down a little bit, but man, it's so bad. There are so many trees around the pool every day. I mean, we were emptying the basket on the pool vacuum every five minutes and skimming it and sweeping it. It's like a full-time freaking job to have a pool in the fall. And our pool guy, he doesn't do – I mean, he does the chemicals and stuff, but he doesn't, like, clean it out. So that is purely our responsibility. And you guys know I got bad elbows. You girls got – Got bad elbows, both right and left. I can't be digging the net down to the bottom of the pool. And I got a bad back. All of that takes a toll on my body. You would think it wouldn't, but it does. If you follow me on social media, well, everyone should be following me on social media at What The Chuck Podcast. I posted the most amazing cheese board in life. So let me give you a little backstory. I went to... Middle school for a little bit and then high school with this girl Teresa. And then coincidentally, when Brett and I were renting an apartment, she was the property manager. Um, it was so crazy because we had applied to live there after the house that we were living at flooded. And I was having issues with the leasing agent. I like wasn't getting through to them, and all of a sudden she reached out to me and was like, Your file's sitting on my desk. She's like, I'm the property manager. And I was like, freaking hallelujah. It's so nice, especially living in a big complex, knowing someone that can help you because Lord, baby Jesus, you always need help. So she ended up moving on to Southern California with the company and I think managing a property out there. And now in 2020, she's come back and she started her own business creating not just cheese boards, but just like boards in general, food boards. I would say dessert boards, kids. Oh, let me get into it. So anyways, she reached out and she was like, I would love to make you and a board. So she dropped it off on Sunday and I've been following her page. I think she created it maybe like a month ago. And I've been seeing some pictures that people have tagged her in on Facebook and stuff. Um, another girl that I went to middle school with she posted that Teresa made a board for her kids sleepover party and it had like popcorn candy soft pretzels with cheese like she makes boards for any occasion the board that she dropped off for us it had like oh it had three different cheeses a chili jam that she made herself a pear dipped in caramel chocolate chip or chocolate chips potato chips dipped in chocolate um olives grapes A candied orange, that was the most amazing thing I've ever tasted in my whole entire life. The cracker to cheese ratio couldn't have been more perfect. When I tell you, I took a bunch of pictures of it. And then Brett and I were like, let's just have a taste. And then we'll eat it in a little while. Because we were still like unpacking, doing chores, um, doing laundry. So (laughs) we take a bite. And the next thing you know, it's gone. Like We probably finished that board before she even made it back to her house after she dropped it off. It is just so amazing. She makes all different sizes. Um, You can tell her what the occasion is, what what the occasion, why you're getting the board, what the occasion is, and she can customize it. Let me give you her Instagram so that you can follow her. Actually, you know what? It's it's a pretty long Instagram name. So if you just go to What the Chuck podcast, um, the second post in is the cheese board. I tagged her in that. You have to go follow her page. It's perfect for the holidays. Any upcoming occasions that you have with your family, if you're hosting. I know right now it's just really small gatherings. She makes them, you know, to share between two and four people. And then it goes up from there. So um, when you go to her page, there's also a website linked in her bio It was, I'm not even kidding, amazing. And Brett and I, this summer, we made a bunch of cheese boards. Like we were heavy into it and ours looked nice, but they weren't the best because we're not great at picking out cheeses and pairing things like they looked pretty. And then we also always overdid it, like fucking five pounds of meat on a board. Like we just, our eyes are always bigger than our stomachs. So it was like the perfect amount Oh. She's really got the eye and the nose and the ears and the taste for making cheese boards or just any type of board that you might need. So um, like I said, What the Chuck podcast, you'll see the picture of the cheese board. I have her, I have her business tagged in there. Sweet teas. You can also find her on Facebook under the exact same business name. Christmas is coming up. I've been manifesting a Dyson air wrap, the thing that's going to blow dry your hair and straighten it, but it doesn't have heat. So it's going to, you know, not damage your hair. I desperately need one of those, especially if I'm going to get a job and start doing my hair on a more regular basis. So anyways, they're like $550. But today I got an email from Nordstrom Rack saying that they were on sale for like 350 dollars somewhere in that range. So I yelled up to Brett because I knew he was going to get me one. And I was like, hey, they're on sale today. So he gave me his credit card and I bought it. Well, here's the thing. (laughs) We're buying each other tattoos all So for Christmas, so the plan was to just get each other a couple things so we could wrap presents and put them under the tree because we haven't put a Christmas tree up in a couple years. And I really want to this year. So I already did a little bit of Christmas shopping for Brett, but now Brett just did his Christmas shopping for me. That's probably going to be the only thing that he gets me because it's expensive. And now this is what happens every single year. There's no element of surprise when it comes to Christmas. The first year that we spent together, we opened our presents the night before. The next year we opened them like two weeks before. It was the year that he got me the Apple Watch. I think we opened them on like December 1st. We just both can't wait to give each other gifts. So we open them too soon. And now that I already know what he's getting me, I know he's not going to want to wrap it. And I really want to give him his presents, but I am holding out until December 25th. I will be damned if we don't wake up Christmas morning walk downstairs and open presents because ever since we've been together we have never once made it to christmas day not once the one year that we opened them like a month early we still put up the christmas tree and then christmas morning rolled around and we had nothing to open (laughs) we're the fucking worst oh god so i've already done all my christmas shopping for him it's all at my dad's i just need to wrap it and i swear to god i better not cave like i better not have too much wine one night and be like here you go it's for you i did it for you We literally are the absolute worst. I can't believe. I mean, I knew he was going to get it for me, but it would be nice to know that like it wasn't a sure thing like, oh, this box feels like it could be the Dyson, but maybe it's like a pair of shoes. I don't know. But now I know for sure. So Christmas morning, I mean, I still get I get way more enjoyment giving gifts than receiving gifts. Like if I know I got someone a really good gift, I cannot wait for them to open it, which explains why I've given Brett (laughs) his Christmas gifts early. Every single year. I don't know if I'm going to get back on tonight and do a Bachelorette recap. I'm actually pretty positive that I'm not just because I have to be up tomorrow and do a bunch of stuff. I want to just be able to pass out tonight after the Bachelorette. I know that I'm going to need it. Hopefully I'm able to. Um, So I'm probably not going to do a recap tonight. But I will say next week, my podcast, I'm going to be making an announcement and I'm going to need everyone's help. Like I'm going to need all hands on deck. I can't tell you with what yet. But next week... This, the 27th episode, I'm going to have a major announcement. I'm going to need your help. In the meantime, I'm still building the, po- um, the playlist episode, WTC episode 20. I've been adding music to it for weeks. I think I'm finally going to switch it up in January 2021. So I'm going to keep adding to it. I actually listened to it on the way to my job interview today. And there's so many good songs on there. It's like a very random mix. There's some country, there's some R&B, there's some rap, there's some rock. Um, there's some fucking house music. I'm really enjoying it. Hopefully, you guys are too. You can find me on Apple Music and on Spotify at Megan Rage. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at What the Chuck Podcast. If you don't already have a sticker, Reach out to me. I will send you one gladly. Um, I know that I was supposed to send out some keychains. I I fucking forgot. I put, I got, I received them. I put them in a drawer and then totally forgot about it. And then yesterday someone commented on the keychain and I was like, oh shit, I don't think I ever sent those out. So that's going to be my project after, probably at the beginning of next week, because let's be honest, I have the tattoo tomorrow, then we have Thanksgiving, and then we have the day after Thanksgiving when we're all hungover. And then we have Black Friday and Cyber Monday when we're all just huge pieces of shit and doing online shopping. (laughs) Let me know if you see any really good deals. I feel like now's going to be a good time to go shopping for the dog. So I might try to snag a few things like a crate, maybe a dog bed. I mean, shit's about to be super cheap. I went and got Chuck some food the other day and um, the prices were already low and I asked and they said they were going to get even lower. So seems like a good time to do that. I'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks for being here. Thanks for coming back every week. Thanks for telling your friends. Thanks for putting up with me on episodes where I am hella scatterbrained like today. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on Instagram at what the Chuck Podcast.